Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recorded live from the Gen A Studios. For all you new listeners out there, yes, you did find the right podcast. You are listening to the Do We Love It podcast. Uh, recording a little later than usual. Normally, we like to get in that morning session uh, so that our uh, our East Coast loyal listeners can listen at lunchtime so you know just gonna have to do a little uh li- listen on the uh the evening commute uh dur- during supper time i guess uh but anyway it's good to be back uh fir- first on the old agenda so uh last friday after after the podcast it feels feels like years ago isn't it weird when you think like what you did a week ago and then you're like oh that feels like I did that like five weeks ago um so I don't know if that means life is good or if it means life sucks um I it's been good for me but I I don't know what that perspective means maybe uh, you know if anybody wants to weigh in uh but anyway uh Friday night I went night surfing um Never done this before. Didn't even really think to do it. Uh, my friend texted me and said, Hey, it's going to be a full moon and clear skies. Do you want to surf the Malibu Pier at 1 a.m.? So, of course, I said yes. Uh, so, that that was uh, pretty interesting. At first, it was kind of weird going out there because of the, the bottom of the sand. It was It was all rocks. So walking over rocks in the dark in water wasn't the best idea. I wasn't wearing any booties or anything. I was wearing the old wetsuit, though. A little 3-2 action. Um, so that kind of hurt. Uh, and the waves were coming in pretty quick on the inside, so I was getting kind of nervous that I was going to get knocked over and get, like, wicked wrecked and, you know, get all cut up. Uh, so I ended up making it out through the break. Uh, which was good, because, you know, that's what you want to do. And once once I got out there, uh, you kind of, you adjust a little bit, because the moon was full. I've never seen, the moon has never felt so full or so close to me before, because there's nothing in the sky, and then on the ground it was complete darkness, so the moon was reflecting off the water. Uh, so the eyes adjusted, and you could see a little bit just, just off the moonlight. Um... It was definitely hard to catch waves um, because you could see like a movement coming for you out in the distance, but you couldn't really tell when it was going to break until it was about five to ten yards away. And then if the moon shimmered off the wave or reflected off of it on a certain angle, you knew the wave was just going to break on top of you and absolutely crush you. so the waves are pretty forgiving because uh, even when it's uh, pure daylight and, you know, everything's going my way, I still get crushed by waves because, you know, depth perception, just not great. Also, just, you know, not that smart of a guy. So that was kind of tough. Um, but, uh, so that was, I didn't like how it was tough to see in the dark, you know, but what are you going to do? 
But on the other hand, we were only, I went with two of, actually, no, I'm sorry. I went with three of my friends. One of my friends, Benoit, she, she came down. It was her first time ever surfing. So that was, that was pretty savage on her part. Like, Hey, will you teach me how to surf? Like, yeah, Benoit, I'll teach you how to surf. We're, uh, we're going to hit the, the waves nice and early 1am on Friday night. So she, she was a trooper. So good. That was good. Um, I don't forget what I was saying. Oh, so yeah, besides us, there's only three other people out there. And the, uh, the guys who were out there, they seemed like they know what they were doing. They had like blinking lights on their head. Like one guy had a geek lamp on his head and another guy had a blinking light on his surfboard. So they were definitely more prepared than us. Um, so maybe you want to look into that. Probably not though, you know, busy. Uh, so overall, uh, I was a pretty big fan of the night surf. The only thing I didn't like about surfing at night was not being able to see the waves that well. Um, but besides that, I'm going to say, uh, we, we do love it. And, uh, if you have the, the chance to do it, I would, I would recommend it. Uh, but the key is you need a full moon. The, even with the full moon, it was tough to see without it. We would have been screwed. Uh, so yeah, next on the old agenda. Uh, this was a write-in from Dr. K. He said, uh, dear doctor, how do we feel about old guys taking their shirts off at concerts? It's a good, that's a real good topic. Um, now I kind of go both ways on this cause you know, there's a part of me where I'm like, Hey, I'm a nudist at heart, you know? Whatever, if you want to go uh, tits out for the boys, do it. Tease out for the bees. Um, you know, just be yourself, be free, do whatever. But there's the other side of me where I'm like, that's just gross. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, it's it's an internal conflict. Do I support uh, freedom of, of, of self-nudity or do I shut this down? because old man boobs are gross. I mean, this is like, you know, pro-life, pro-choice type stuff. I mean, I'm torn. Um, I mean, I, I I like popping the top. I'm not gonna lie. I, I do like it, um, especially if you're, uh, if you're in a, a cold, cold weather environment, um, where, you know, you only get a couple months of year to, to take it off. You know, I, I think, I think you got to give a little leeway on that. Um, I mean, there, there, there's a time and a place for these things. I mean, if you're in, if you're, if you live in a cold weather environment and it's actually the winter, like if you're at a Pats game and you're 400 pounds and you take your shirt off and you just got everything jiggling around, I'm about that. Like that, uh, that I a hundred percent love and needs to happen. Um, I think with concerts, it's all about, uh, it's all about proximity. So if you have room to kind of move and dance around, by all means, take it off, you know, get a little loose, but you know, if we're, if we're packing it in there and we're like, we have like the proximity of airplane seats, that's gross. So, I mean, I think. I think you gotta let people take their shirts off at concerts, um, but at the same time, you uh, you nudies, you gotta be, you know, 
you got to be aware of your surroundings. You got to see who's who's close to you. Um, if you have a body that would, you know, scar children for life, um, keep that in mind. You know, make sure you know no kids. Um, yeah, overall, you, I think you can treat a concert like a beach. I think that's fair. Not one of them weird French beaches, so still got to shave your pits before the uh, the concert and all that. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I guess I'm for it. It's a it's a soft yes, soft yes. Uh, and then final topic we got here: Do we love beer fests? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, yes. Yes, we do. Uh, I'm definitely a beer festival guy. I wanted to talk about this last week, but I don't think I did. But I'm not 100% sure if I did. So if I did, you can just turn it off right now. But if I didn't, keep listening. Um, so I went to this beer festival, and uh, this guy had uh, was from Montana. And he his booth was the best booth. Um, the beer company is called Big Sky. They make one of my favorite beers called Moostrol. So, if you're a fan of the show, you need, you know, you want to send in some party favors. Little hint. Um, also, you know, if you want to treat yourself, you can purchase Moostrol, brewed by Big Sky at, at Total Wine. Uh, by the way, I for a podcast with no sponsors, I I should get a sponsor. So, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna make a mental note on here to get a sponsor uh, and I want it to be Big Sky because then maybe I can drink Moostrol for free which would be great um, yeah he was awesome he uh, he chatted up Montana so definitely want to go there now that's on the old list um, and this beer festival I went to I liked it because it was the kind where they give you uh, the mini tasting cup because I've been to some beer festivals um, most notably, uh, Harpoon Fest, where you pay, you pay admission to get into the grounds, and then you have to pay per beer, um, and I'm not about that, I'm, I'm definitely like a, let's, let's cover costs up front, and then say la vie after that, um, definitely approach I'm like an all-you-can-eat buffet type guy all-you-can-eat type guy like I'll let's let's pay up front and let's see if I can get my money's worth uh shout out to Cam Salter who did that at the Red Sox game and blacked out one time um so yeah I'm I'm about uh the the mini the mini tasters especially because at first you get there you're like oh two ounce pour every time I get a beer like what the hell is this? And then, like, two hours later, you're just like, wow, I just had, like, a hundred mini tasters. I'm wasted. So, I like those kind of beer festivals. That's the one I was at. So, uh, I'm going to give that one a, uh, a firm yes. We, we do love beer festivals. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's all we got. I mean, we're, I, we're about to... Uh, we got to cut to a commercial break soon. So, uh, I think I'm going to let y'all go. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Hope everybody just kicks it, has a great time, gears up for Labor Day next weekend. Uh, 
For all of you who are devout listeners, I will be recording live from the East Coast next week. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out there, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. Oh yeah, W. By the way, W got engaged, so uh, shout out to W and Megan. May y'all be happy and bright, and uh, I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs>